0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right. Welcome on into Locked On Auburn, a special little live edition reacting to what we saw at Auburn's first day of fall camp. Won't be on too long because there really wasn't a whole lot to talk about, but we're going to talk about it here anyway. The biggest story. The biggest story from the 30 minutes that we got to check out and see was that Peyton Thorne was the starter um, when it was all said and done. And look, I I think that's a big deal because normally with incumbency, you give them a chance to, like, be the starter. at the start of camp, and that's not what we saw. So I think that's interesting. I think that's telling. But we'll certainly see how all that develops over the course of fall camp. Uh, But, yeah, we walked out there, and the drill that was going on in front of us while we were getting settled, because there was a lot of warm-ups, right? They weren't really doing full practice yet. And you saw the centers snapping to the quarterbacks, and they were doing handoffs to the running back. And you saw, first you find the starting center, because we all know Avery Jones is starting at center. And the quarterback that he was paired with was Peyton Thorne. And then he handed off to Damari Austin. I believe he also handed off to Brian Batty. And so did Robbie Ashford. But Robbie was paired with Connor Lou. And then uh, Braden Joyner kind of rotated quarterbacks on that far side from what I could tell. And then when they rolled out into pace drill is where we got a lot of solid information as far as the pecking order at the start of fall camp. And so you had, let's see, So you had Peyton Thorne at quarterback and Damari Austin at running back again. And then from left to right, it was the offensive line I predicted. Dylan Wade, Tate Johnson, Avery Jones, Cam Stutz, and Gunnar Britton. Rivaldo Fairweather was your starting tight end, of course. And then your wide receivers rotated in and out. But the first ones out there were Camden Brown, Jay Fair, and Nick Mardner. The second time that the uh, first-team offense went, it was... I think it was Malcolm Johnson Jr., Caleb Burton, and Jair Shorter. And the tight end with the first group, the second time they went through was Brendan Frazier. Take that for what it's worth. He looks fantastic. Brendan Frazier looks fantastic. No one looks as good as Jair Shorter though right now. Let's just get that out there. Very, very clear. Jair Shorter looks like a number one SEC wide receiver as far as the eye test goes. The second offense was Holden Gurner, which is, once again, interesting. Like, that's not... Robbie I think we all kind of assumed that would be Robbie but Holden Garner was the second quarterback uh, his running back was Brian Batty his receivers were Malcolm Johnson Jr. Caleb Burton and Jair Shorter and then the backup offensive line was Garner Langlo from left to right Garner Langlo who is a massive human being Jeremiah Wright who many are expecting to take that starting left guard job when it's all said and done center Connor Liu right guard Jaden Muskrat right tackle is Zavian Miller There was kind of some discussion of where Muskrat would fit in. Is he a guard? Is he a tackle at Auburn? He played a lot of tackle at Tulsa, but how would he be lined up at Auburn? So there we go. Um, As far as who stood out to me, I think the best throw of the day was Holden Gurner to Javarius Johnson. He was running a flag route. It was a beautifully placed ball. Um, there were also there was also a pass from Peyton Thorne to Caleb Burton that I thought was really, really eye catching. It's a very smooth ball, uh, which is exactly what you want to see. Third team offense. If we want to go with this, Robbie Ashford and then his offensive line was Tyler Johnson, Braden Joyner, Jaleel Irvin, EJ Harris and Clay Whedon. And then I didn't get all the receivers there, but I know Shane Hooks was out there. So. Um, that's where we're at as far as the pecking order of everything. Because there's going to be discussions now on how much do we either overreact or properly react to Peyton Thorne being kind of given the keys on the first day of fall camp. I don't think it's an overreaction. I think it's pretty stinking telling. I think the bigger thing was Holden getting the second team reps early on over Robbie. Another interesting thing with the pace drill is all the other quarterbacks of the four quarterbacks. We're talking about Peyton Thorne, Holden Gurner, Robbie Ashford, and then uh, Hank Brown, who looked really good. I mean, that guy, I don't think we realize how big that kid is. The baby goat is real. Um, But they all threw it all over the place, and then Robbie didn't get a chance to throw. It was three handoffs, then a keeper, I believe, if I remember that correctly. And so that was interesting. Um, Is that something they're trying to get him to feel? I don't know, but I didn't love that. Would have liked to see Robbie throw because he's apparently been working his tail off to try to get better at throwing, but um, it is, it is what it is. So the, I mean, that was kind of, that was kind of it. People asking Robbie was the third quarterback in on pace drills, which is really the only substantive drill that we were able to see. Everything else was either just basic warm-up stuff or throwing stuff. Well, quarterbacks throwing to quarterbacks. A lot of stretching in our 30-minute window. So, uh, that's the only thing we have to base it on. But based on what we saw, he was the third quarterback in with pace drills, which what we assume to be is the third offensive line. So, little interesting. Little interesting. Um, As far as defense goes, we made the note at AuburnDaily.com that the linebacker paired with Austin Keys, which we all assume Austin Keys will be one of the starting linebackers. It was Cam Riley, which is not a name that's been kind of mocked as a starter uh, at linebacker. So I thought that was interesting. And then the starting defensive line was a little different than what I expected it to be. I want to read this, read my article to make sure I say the right thing. It was Jason Jones and Marcus Harris that were starting on the interior defensive line. Elijah McAllister was at your jack. Messiah Nasili Kite was starting a defensive end, which we saw him essentially be the backup three technique. Masili Kite, we saw him be the backup three technique in the backup defensive end at spring. And so he's, he was the first defensive end to play there. And then after that, uh, Justin Rogers and Lawrence Johnson rotated into the interior defensive line After that, those were really the only things that I saw on defense that I thought was interesting. So that's it. We didn't get a whole lot because literally 15 minutes of the 30 minutes of stretching. So if anybody has any questions, let's go over that. Also, Jarquez Hunter was not there. Should have led with that. That's on me. Should have led with Jarquez Hunter was not there. Should have started with that. That's on me. I'm so sorry. All right. So, questions anybody have any questions in regards to? that Tanner asking, is there a media window tomorrow? Yeah. So what we get tomorrow is practice. And then after practice, we will have a few players made available to us. Today, we had a Hugh Freeze presser, which didn't say a whole lot. And then just, you know, general excited stuff about everything that's going to go on this fall camp. And then we went to practice after this. Tomorrow will be a little flipped because we'll talk to the players after practice. Uh, in Wyoming asking the very important question, who stretched the best? And you know the answer is Jason Jones. You know that. You know that. Why did you even have to ask that question? Of course it's Jason Jones on this show. Come on. Um, cool. All right. Daryl asked, how does the ball look coming out of Thorne's hands? I thought his throwing motion is a little different than the others. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing, but it did look smoother as far as the ball in the air than the other guys. Um, He hit a seam. To Caleb Burton, that was beautiful. I mean, it was beautiful. Um, but his actual throwing motion does look a little stiff, but the ball was accurate, so you take it. I don't think the NFL is going to love this throwing motion, but I think he could be a solid quarterback for us. No question about it. Um, Dead Bird asking, Jarquez Hunter wasn't at practice. Any update on that? I don't think there is. He, that was the first question he was asked. Shout out to Mike G of the Warpore. That was the first question Hugh Freeze was asked. Hey, update on Jarquez Hunter. And he said that he still isn't allowed to comment. It's an internal thing. It will not be discussed publicly. I expected to see Jarquez Hunter at practice. He was not there. He was not there. I don't have an update. No. No. I do think if worse comes to worse, I don't think this is an option. I don't think this is a reality. But if it does come down to it, I think Damari Austin would be a fine starting running back. For us, So Michael's asking if Hunter's not there at all this week, should we be worried? No, I don't think we should. I don't think we should. I think he's going to play this year. There's been some rumors he'll just miss UMass. I don't know. It sounds like he was with the team doing team activity stuff last night. And then they give us a roster when we show up and he was on the roster. So... I don't I don't have any reason to believe he's not on the team. I don't Auburn has not given us that inkling at all. Um, Daryl asking about his fall fling candidate, Caleb Burton. He looked great. He looked outstanding. I love wide receivers that wear number 10. So there's that. Any chance to see Thorne's wheels? They didn't really move a whole lot. Um really the only time we saw a quarterback move was when Robbie. Keeping on that keeper during pace drills. Um, Jeremy asking, "Just tuning in." Nope, no Jarquez anywhere. He was not there. He was not there. Um, Dana saying, "Baby goat gonna win the job." Man, he looked good. I mean, and he came in, and I, I just don't think people realize that he's six four. Hank Brown is six four, and I, he just he looks the part. He looks the part to me. Micah Jones asked, "Any chance Caleb Burton is a diamond in the rough?" Um, I don't, I don't. I mean, he was a highly touted player out of the state of Texas that went to Ohio State to play wide receiver. I don't think he's a diamond in the rough. If he's good, I think he's expected to be good. Now, I do think there were questions on how immediately can he make an impact, but he looked great to me. I think the slot receiver position is in great hands when you look at Javarius Johnson and Caleb Burton holding, uh, holding down the fort. I don't think there's any question about it. Hunter should win the Heisman to do that. He needs to start versus UMass. Gracie, that is true. If he were to win the Heisman, he needs as many touches as possible. There's no question. Um, Derek asked a good question. Other than Holden being the number two today, what was the next biggest surprise? I think... I think Holder being the number two is a big surprise because they just let Peyton go in first. I thought that was pretty surprising. I think Cam Riley being the running back next to Austin Keys and warm up drills was pretty surprising. I wouldn't have guessed that. There were probably two or three other guys I would have guessed before uh before that. And that's kind of it. That's kind of it, I think. Um I can't think of any other surprises. Everything else looks and then I mean. I'm a little surprised Jarquez wasn't out there, I guess. I guess that's technically a surprise. Seen in some places it was injury-related, possibly a hammy for Hunter. Daryl, you may be right. I haven't seen that. That doesn't mean it's not true, but I haven't seen that, and no one else that I know of has reported that. Text me if you've heard differently. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in that, Daryl. Thank you. Shane Hooks looked good. He looks the part. Um, I thought Jair Shorter and Shane Hooks both look like they're ready to come in and play right away. I think there's a lot of excitement between both of those guys. Mosley asking, "How are the vibes? Music going? Everyone excited? Yep, there was music playing. And once again, guys like this was stretching, right? Like the, uh, most of this was stretching. So, yeah, there's always music playing during stretching. You know, it seemed like guys were having a good time. Auburn put out the videos earlier this morning about you know guys going in. They said it's time to work. Time to work. I think it's good. I think it's good. I mean, there's energy around this. And Hugh Freeze talked about, like, culturally, like, players, like, it's important that players have fun. He talked about that at his press conference uh, before practice. And I think that's certainly part of it. But you can also tell, like, they're they're focused. There's a lot of position battles going on. They're trying to impress these coaches for the first time. And I think that's something that, you know, they're they're concerned about. So, best performing Freshman. That's a good question. I'm trying to think of anybody that I really paid attention to. That was a freshman outside of Hank Brown. I don't think there was. So I'll say Hank Brown. I'll say Hank Brown. He looked really good. And then. Um, I don't know. He, he was loud. He was. He commanded the offense. You know, he called his plays in and all that. Like I, I was. I was depressed with the baby goat for sure. Bo Tiger Four asking about thoughts on the blue pants. If you haven't seen them, we're about to put up our gallery at Auburn Our photographer took like 200 pictures. We're going to have pictures of all kinds of stuff up on, uh, on the site. Once Lance gets that finished, but the blue pants look good. Uh, I was watching. I'm like, something looks different. And then somebody else on the beat commented like about the blue pants. And I'm like, Oh, sweet, sweet. Uh, We used to want blue pants. And I think blue pants make more sense than orange jerseys. So, I like them. Yeah, they were wearing blue pants today. An all blue would look good. Be like when the Chicago Bears go blue on blue. I think that'd look good. Um, Tanner says, I don't think we should read too much into the first day order. I'd bet they let Holden, Robbie, and Peyton Thorne get equal reps. Yeah, you could be right. You could be right. But also, like, they know what was going to happen. They knew what was going to happen, what the storylines were going to be. I think that's, I I think it's somewhat telling. Like I've always seen it where the incumbent gets the start, the, you know, gets first reps at the ones regardless of, you know, who's projected to win. I've never seen it the other way around. So I I do think that's fair, Tanner. And I'm going to try to figure that out later today. um, If that did even out over the course of it. (laughs) <laughs> were hats passed out to any of the media members? Uh, no. If they were, I did not get one. Tiff asked, how big did Fairweather look? One to ten scale. I didn't notice him a whole lot, if I'm being honest with you. I saw him out there, but I didn't like think, like, oh my gosh, he looks so big. I was trying to figure out who all the other guys were. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's he, he's a starting tight end. Uh, I don't think there's any question on that. Gracie asked, I was surprised it was Burton and Johnson to slots and shorter starting. I thought Freeze wanted a big wide receiver. Mardner, Mardner was out there with the starting wide receivers. You know, I mean, he's pretty, he's pretty big. The starting wide receivers in the pace drills, Camden Brown, Jay Fair, and Nick Mardner. So, I mean, two of those guys are pretty big. And then Jay Fair's your slot guy. Um, Man, I got to be really careful with which comments I put up there. Lauren is Calzada 2.0. You got to make your case on that one, AJ. That doesn't make much sense. Uh, Derek asks, so let's be honest with Robbie being three right now, Hank Brown being the red shirt and Walker White coming in. Who are we losing? I don't feel like we'll be able to keep them all. I've been pretty consistent saying I don't think Holden finishes his career at Auburn. I've been pretty consistent with that. And then, you know, I, I wouldn't be shocked if Robbie left after the season if he's not the guy. I don't think that's um I don't think that's a crazy thing. Nick asked anything from Kay and Lee. I didn't spend a whole lot of time on the defensive side of the field just because there's so much intrigue with the quarterbacks and the new wide receivers. On defense, I wanted to see who was starting, and we got that, and that was it. So um I don't I didn't have I didn't really I didn't notice Kay and Lee, sadly. Um same, somebody's uh, Thomas, you're asking about Keldrick, same thing, I didn't really notice him. He wasn't with the ones, so I didn't I didn't notice him. I, I, I didn't spend a whole lot of time on the defensive side. All right, cool. Yeah, if you're just joining in, the biggest stories, Peyton Thorne taking over with the ones to start things off and then Jarquez Hunter not being there. I think those are the two biggest stories. The offensive line went chalk, right? I mean, it was Dylan Wade, Tate Johnson, Avery Jones, Cam Stutz, and Gunnar Britton. I don't think that's surprising. Uh, If you read Auburn Daily, I mean, that's exactly what I said would happen yesterday, but I do expect by the end of the camp for Jeremiah Wright to take over at left guard. I think that's the only change we're going to see up front. A lot of Hank Brown talk. I love that. Peyton asking, did you get a good look at Cobb? I did. He looked sharp. He looked sharp. Um, He didn't get a ton of reps, but he was the guy after... He was a guy after Batty. It was Damari Austin, Brian Batty, and then Jeremiah Cobb. Yep, he looked good. Does the O-line look bigger than previous years? It does. But actually, I think it's smaller. It's like three inches smaller. We did a thing on AuburnDaily.com about this. The tackles are a lot smaller than last year, but they just look they look more like linemen, if that makes sense. like They may not be as big, but they look like linemen, which is... Great, and we've got a couple of cool pictures I think the linemen folk will like once we put that up at auburndaily.com. Derek asking how many open practices we get. Well, we get one tomorrow, and then after that, I think it evens out to like one or two a week. So we get, we'll get we we'll get a few a week, so just enough to keep everything going. How did Wright look? Uh worry Wyoming. Uh, Jeremiah Wright. I mean, he, he's good. He, he lined up as, you know, that backup guard, but he didn't have a non-contact jersey on like he did in the spring. So that's, yeah, I think that that's good. Yeah, I think that's a good step in the right direction. Um, Op is asking, was Betty used like a traditional running back or was he more like a scat type role? Once again, like we didn't really see many plays. So the only kind of any sort of a semblance of a play we saw was with pace drill, which is just a group of 11, and they run a play against air. And so all the running back stuff was just either a play action that they were involved in or just like a dive, like an inside zone type route. Um, So all all the running backs were used the same way. I can't wait to see Batty use in other ways, though. Let's see. Yep. A few more people asking about Cobb. Saw Cobb a little bit. He was the third running back, to my knowledge, to, to receive handoffs. Looks good. Looks lean. Body type, I think he's pretty similar to, to Austin, actually. We aren't going to stop asking about Cobb. Don't stop asking about Cobb. You don't have to, David. Never stop asking about Cobb. Uh, Alright. Let's do a few more minutes and we'll uh, we'll wrap up. I just Wanted to uh, to get something out there because I told y'all I would. And I got a few texts about it. Like, Man, I forgot how busy like practice days were. Derek saying we should learn a lot when they do a scrimmage. We really know what Robbie offers. Still be nice to see what he can do with a healthy shoulder and better line. I hope his shoulder is healthy. Derek, I think there's some assumption there. Uh, I hope it is better. It wasn't better in the spring. So hopefully over the summer, it got a chance to heal. And then yeah, you know, we'll get a scrimmage next Saturday, and we get some of a viewing window, but I think it's just the warm ups, and then we like wait until it's done, and then we get media availability after that. But I'm sure reports from the scrimmage will come out. No, okay, Bob asked a great question. Were there a lot of balls hitting the ground today? No, all the quarterbacks that threw looked great. The ball was coming out crisper. They were hitting wide receivers as they ran their patterns. Like There was a lot to like about how they ran their routes and how they kept the ball off the ground. A lot of solid communication, a lot of outbreaking routes. There's a lot to like about the passing game. But still, like it's interesting that they didn't really use Robbie to throw. So the three quarterbacks that threw the most were Peyton, Holden, and Baby Goat. And they didn't really use Robbie to throw, which, once again, I wish they would have. Heard a lot of good things about Caleb Burton. Yep. Yep. Um is Cobb still 23? Yes. Yes, he is. Because he and Austin look very similar and Austin's 21. So that's going to be confusing. Knox asking, did the DBs look good? I didn't spend a whole lot of time on the defensive side. Um I only saw the DBs stretching. And boy, are they flexible. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Um Parker asking about Kay and Lee. I didn't see Kay and Lee, guys. I didn't, I didn't watch him. I'm sorry. I stayed on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, Hunter asking a good question. Overall impression of today versus last year's first practice. I mean, it seemed like everything was smoother. It seemed like everything with the off with, with the quarterbacks was quicker. Um, less wasted motion, less wasted reps. It seemed like the receivers knew where to be a little bit better, which is surprising because half of them like haven't taken a rep at Auburn before, it seems like. So that's that was definitely a positive, positive thing. Corey asked a really good question. Why is Fairweather such a beautiful child? I don't know. If he's one of the guys that we're able to ask questions to tomorrow, maybe we should ask him that. Can you imagine? He'd be like, well, what? Leave. Get out of here. Uh... Jarquez Hunter was not at practice. No. No, he was not. All right. Cool. 24 minutes. There you go. We'll put this up in audio form, too, if that impacts you at all. Be sure to uh, click that subscribe button. It would really, really help out the show. We're so close to 12,000. Please, 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 please help us get there before the season starts would mean a ton. Please like the video. And if you're in the live chat, go ahead and comment on the actual video your thoughts on the first day of practice. That helps the video a ton as well. Until then, Justin Ferguson is going to join me in a few minutes as we record tomorrow's podcast. So be sure to tune into that tomorrow. In the meantime, check out all of our uh, stories at auburndaily.com. They're all free and we'll see you tomorrow. This has been locked on Auburn. Hey, prime members.